another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. This is Dusty White. We're doing day three of our manifestation marathon. Um, I guess that's what it is. A little short one today because we're running short on time. I've got Beth Tippy and Becky on the line. Hi, Beth. Hello. Yay. It's always nice to talk to Beth Tippy. And Becky, how are you doing over in uh, jolly old England? I'm good, thank you. Okay. Because of our compressed time, uh, advanced tarot secrets, the easiest way to learn tarot ever, blah, 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 Amazon. Okay, great. So I want to get right into this. Take notes, everybody. Um, I want to have fun with this, but I will get in people's faces to make this thing work because we have some solid information I want to get out. And I'm going to put these two on the spot today. <clears throat> so hopefully fun, important, more important, um, quality information gets out. Uh, I'd like to start with how uh, we're, we're going into Aphrodite's Book of Secrets techniques today. I'm, I'm releasing stuff that's uh, it's copyrighted and trademarked, but it's but it's super secret because it's not out yet. So you guys get like a sneak peek of this stuff. Uh, this is all the foundation of our university level teachings. But uh, to set the stage, uh, Becky. I, I know you want to manifest stuff and you've manifested things in the past, but I'd like to know where would you like to be in five to ten years? Are you happy at your current job? Do you want something new? Uh, what do you want to do with your life? What's what's the next step? What's the big thing for you? Um, well, I desperately want more than I have now. Now suits me circumstance-wise. I know what I don't want. In 10 years' time, I don't want to be stuck behind a desk doing a nine-to-five. Um, if literally you gave me a piece of paper and said, write your perfect life, I would be teaching. I would be inspiring people. I would be helping people realize the life of their dreams and in the process living mine. I don't want the little life that I've got now. The world's a big place. I want to explore it, and that's what I want. I want the fire in my belly to be there in every single facet of my life. Okay, so I, I hate the word coaching because it's so overused, but in the purest sense of the word, if I've got this right, you're teaching workshops, you're coaching people, you're mentoring people, you're, you're using your experiences to show how they can uh, judo flip their lives, how they can go from... Uh, a null state to a very active state is is that at all right yes i mean i i think there's a reason that i've lived the life that i have up until now and i've had the experiences i have up until now and in a tiny part everybody walks their own paths in life but in tiny part i'd like to use my life as an example to others that you know the advantage of hitting rock bottom is that there's only one way up and it's not just a case of surviving it's above and beyond that um i think it was chesty puller uh, and i apologize if i'm wrong a famous uh, marine who uh, and again if i'm wrong um who when informed that uh, his troops were surrounded he said uh, excellent that simplifies things when you hit rock bottom there's a lot you don't have to worry about, which means you can take all of your awareness and compress it, you know, again, Aries energy, and blast through obstacles that you wouldn't be able to normally because you're not being pulled in all these different directions. Your rock bottom means you can push off from something. Does it make sense? 100%. Anybody? Okay. 
Hey, Beth Tippy, I got a question for you. Sure. Becky has indicated her desire to, and I, again, she wasn't, she wasn't highly specific and detailed in her statement. So we might be a little off, but that's okay. But if I'm not mistaken, she wants to, you know, be on a small stage, helping, you know, teach women, work with workshops, who um, knows, seminars. But she wants to show people how she has come from a very bad place and transformed her life into a very good place. So yeah. <clears throat> kind of a workshop leader, teacher, seminar speaker. Does that make sense? Yes. So my question for you, and this is the first lesson of the day, um, is Becky, in order to make her manifestation happen, uh, we talked about being able to see it and clearly and uh, specifying and everything, but to help her really make this happen and to send out the word to the rest of the universe of exactly what she wants, she needs to know what resources she may not need to know every resource, but she needs to have an idea of what resources she will need to be able to accomplish that goal. That's just a simple logical process. So part of that are the people that can help her reach that goal. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to say, what if you and I brainstormed a little bit as an example of people she would like to meet? So Becky, you would say, these are people that I would like to meet that would help you towards that goal. People that would be integral to you being able to do that. Does that make sense, Becky? Yes. <laughs> Beth, do you think you can play along with this? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Beth sounds a little tentative today. Um, I'm going to throw out some things that are peripheral uh, because I don't want to take the best ones. But you're, you're out there. Uh, you're, you're going to be traveling from location to location you're probably going to be doing some stuff online um, you're certainly going to need an accountant to uh, balance your books because this isn't like showing up and going to work this is you know you're, you're kind of writing your own ticket right Becky yes so along the way even though it doesn't seem integral to your manifestation it is important to keep your eyes out and kind of send out a psychic message that part of your manifestation is you really want to be a good yet affordable accountant because that will save you a lot of hassle and along the way this particular person may be able to show you how to limit the expenses involved in in your early days they could save you a lot of money allowing you to get to your, your manifestation a lot faster so that's where the physical really blends with the metaphysical does that make sense yeah uh, you probably want some kind of IT guy, or, or I'm sorry, person, um, like uh, maybe not a full-on web designer, but somebody who can help you figure out the difference between a blog and a podcast and a website and figure which one is right for you to get your message out to the world. So, you know, somebody can computer savvy. So writing down a little list of people that will become your support team or your advisors or your counselors um, so that you can focus on the business of being what you are. These help you not only cement the reality of your manifestation now and your visions, but 
you're sending out an early call. So you're not up on stage and go, oh, boy, I've just uh, spent all this money and made all this money. Boy, uh, I need to figure out how to, uh, you know, to keep my books and what's what's off the taxes. And so you're not flying blindly. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Beth Tippy. I've given you yes. a couple examples. Do you have, does anything pop to mind just offhand what you think Becky might need? Um, any people that you think or any any type of careers that might help her? Well, I don't know, probably uh, a way I might start is um, like if there is any blogs or uh, websites of people she respects and uh, who she'd like to follow. Sometimes they're, if, um, they're open to be written to. Yeah, you can usually start by writing them and maybe they can point you in the right direction if they you know, if they don't know themselves. Oh, absolutely. How about uh, consultants, people who are already in similar fields or people who are along the same I, I hate the word paradigm, but in the, the, the same, they've got the same mentality. So like a mentor? Well, there are mentors, and then there are just people that uh, can give you tips along the way. A mentor is somebody okay. who takes you under their wing. Mm-hmm. What about a virtual assistant? I mean, um, virtual assistants go anywhere from $5 if you go to Fiverr uh, up to however much you want to pay them if you go through the virtual assistant uh, uh, agencies. But you can hire someone remotely to do piecework. Um, I need you to go out and research who these experts are that I can contact. Mm -hmm. Or they can put together, they can research and then put together a little email for you and mail it out so that uh, these people just write you. It's like, oh, hi, Becky, I'd love to sit down and have coffee with you. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So we have accountant, some kind of IT person, you know, web designer, uh, consultants, as Beth Tippy said. Uh, virtual assistants. These are all pieces of the puzzle. And it's not important that you have them all in place physically or that you know where everything's going to fit. But being aware, bringing them into your awareness and putting them generally in place really supercharges your manifestation. Do you have anything to add to that, Beth, just uh, out of curiosity? Um, well, the only thing I was thinking of is, uh, you know, back in the old days, I don't know if they still have this kind of things, but you could go to the library and they would have, like, you know, um, career job sort of uh, center, at least they did in college, and you could look up, you know, different careers, uh, you know, things, and they would point you in the right direction of things you needed to know, people you know, you would have to talk to, you know, all sorts of stuff, and that could lead you in, you know, whatever kind of direction you wanted to go. Well, see, there's an excellent idea. Um, libraries are excellent resources of, uh, of knowledge and intelligent people that can guide you along your way. Um, out here in the States, we have something called SCORE. It's the I think it's the Society of Corporate Officers Retired, blah, blah, blah. It's retired high-level executives that um, volunteer once a week, once a month, and they, they sit down and they love talking to people who are 
going into business for themselves or they got an idea and uh, it's, it's free service. I'm, I'm sure they probably have to have something like that in England. I mean, it seems like a civilized country and all that. Um, <laughs> now, while that's more general, it's free consultation and it doesn't seem metaphysical at first, but again, a lot of a lot of the metaphysical workings is gathering the information you need so that you can broadcast out the most clear, exact message. And if part of that message is, hey, I need somebody to show me how to get to this point. Because you've got a lot of good life experience knowledge. Um, but there's a difference between knowing that and getting it out effectively to people. Yeah. And then you have, you know, videos or DVDs uh, or audio, uh, which could be podcasts or CDs, or do you write a book, uh, do you write a blog, do you write a website? It's nice to have options, but sometimes all these different options can be overwhelming. And this is where uh, one of these uh, consultants can sit down with you and help you shape your, not only your message, but your delivery. Mm. And this is all part of the manifestation of bringing it together. When we talk of manifestation or spell work or prayer or you know whatever people, word people want to use, I just use the generic word manifestation. When we talk about manifestation, um, it conjures up images of um, you know, ooky spooky. Just everything happens magically, but there is a lot of footwork. Um, and this goes back to the PME thing. We have to do, we have to take um, effective physical action to support our intellectual um, understanding of what we want and or our conviction and our emotional desire for that. They all have to be in congruency to really make the magic happen, to, to get nature to listen to us and start helping us. Mm -hmm. So this is an example of narrowing our physical activities involved with manifestation to the most highly productive things because you've still got to live you've still got 2.5 kids well you had two kids and probably 0.5 along the way um <laughs> and you got a job and you got all these other things <clears throat> so it's not like you have all the time in the world to further away on your manifestation you want to maximize the value of any physical effort you take towards your manifestation because otherwise it just takes longer and longer and longer. Yeah. Um, throwing out new ideas. Again, I was just going through um, Aphrodite's Book of Secrets because I wanted to give some supplemental information today on how to achieve your goals and manifest, but um, do so in a way that anybody can just listen to this podcast and, and take the bull by the horns and actually get things done um, you know uh, there'll be time for courses later let's get some action done right now let's give people some uh, real life success and results one of the things I ran into is a page from Af Aphrodite's Book of Secrets that deals with distraction we talked about distractions before but I'd like to give everybody some homework including you two um, mm -hmm. really simple standard sheet of notebook paper use unlined paper if you prefer <laughs> but I want you to write the top of the page big giant letters distractions and 
try making a list, 15 to 20, things in your life right now that seem important and may be important, but you find that they leech time away from you. At the end of the day, you just don't have time to do what you do. I'll, I'll start you off with an example. My only job right now is to finish this stupid astrology book. It's been a number of years. I've blown deadline after deadline. Uh, in theory, I'm working on this seven days a week. In reality, here are some distractions. Facebook. Yay. Uh, <laughs> well, it's important to reach out to people who are reaching out to me. Because, you know, I don't want to just wall myself up and say, oh, I'm so important. I don't dance on Facebook. <laughs> uh, and then there's email. Oh, my God. I have a spam filter. And then I have this thing called Sane Later, which I swear by. And it's like five bucks or something. Um, but what it does is it takes things that aren't spam oh, flat out. But I've signed up for so many newsletters. And mm. I get a lot of mail from people that want me to review something which I appreciate but it's not in my area of expertise or, and I'll get things from Amazon yay but it's just you know Amazon local or, or Groupon and somehow it knows the difference between a letter from Beth Tippy and a letter from Amazon saying here's our latest special so it's like a second it's like a spam light filter so the point is that this thing has It'll fill up with 100 messages in a day, much less my spam folder. So I've had to uh, email number one distraction. I, I found myself wasting four hours a day checking email because I can't. I just don't have it in me. Somebody writes me a letter. Oh, Dusty, please help me with this. I've got this problem, this problem. And like, I, I envy people and go blip, blip, blip. They type three words and send. <laughs> no, I have to give you a whole paragraph. I have to sit down, think about what you're asking me, write the best of my ability, and, and then, of course, to the end, I always say, you know, let me know if you need anything, and I'm sincere about that. <laughs> well, I can't do that if I'm digging through message after message. So now, I've found an alternative to that, but the point is that um, email, super huge distraction. Facebook, super huge distraction. Uh, my cat, uh, which my roommate bought for me, and now I have a cat, and I'm not appreciative of the fact that I have a cat but wasn't looking for one now that I have one sure you know yay cat the problem is the cat likes to sit right on the keyboard <laughs> uh, I kind of type for a living maybe I should get a fake keyboard and let him sit on that um, but see now the cat is a distraction and I'm like oh, well I suppose I could I suppose I could pet the cat for half an hour and then he sits on my lap and I'm like oh, pet the kitty and it's nice, and it's like, oh, look at me. I'm an author. I get to sit around petting the cat. And, <laughs> but you know, if I was at work, the boss would say, I don't pay you to pet the damn cat. So putting down the cat under distractions looks pretty harsh on paper. But I understand what I'm saying. You're, meow, 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 Mr. Kitty. And oh, look, let's go play with the toy. So these are all things that just eat up time either throughout your day or throughout your week, let's say. A physical therapy, right now, three times a week. Okay, fine, I'm you know, just getting over the accident. I'm, I'm doing better, but I got to do this stupid physical therapy because it's what they tell me to do. Um, but that's like two hours out of my day plus uh, 
I have to, like, I can't pr really plan anything that's going to be interrupted. So I'm not, I'm not complaining, but I'm giving you guys a real life example. So on your lists, when you write down distractions, don't be afraid to write the kids, the cat, you know, uh, work. Um, but go beyond that. You know, sure, the first five will be easy. But after that, start looking at things and finding out what is standing in your way. What is eating up your time? What are your time, energy, and uh, intellectual vampires? What's just sucking the life out of you? If some things, like the cat, can't be gotten rid of, okay but at least i can close the door and force myself to work and know that mr kitty's going to be out there playing and happy and he's got toys he will survive if i'm not there looking at him matter of fact most of the time he ignores me anyway so there are ways to deal with the distractions so that uh, and especially like kids we, we want to make sure we give them all the love and attention and everything else they need we don't want to leave them alone and i'm unsupervised but there are ways uh, as I am told, to regulate our time so that we are capable of taking care of our responsibilities without allowing them to rob us of everything. And at the end of the day, you know, we've done nothing. At the end of the day, we've done nothing is not a bad thing. But 365 consecutive at the end of the days, we've done nothing makes for a pretty crappy year. Beth, I want to get your thoughts on this. Yes. <laughs> Just anything off the top of your head. Um, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm, I'm right there. I'm, you know, I, I can get distracted pretty easily by, uh, like, TV. That's, like, my worst one. I just love watching TV, Netflix, and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I love thing. TV. I, I just finished House of Cards. Oh, my oh. God. Oh. <laughs> you know, Archer. <laughs> I know, if you finish one, it's like, oh, I should really, you know, I really lay off. And it's like, ooh, this looks interesting. And, you know, that's, and so, I love the way you said that because that's me. I should really, and then dot, dot, dot. There's something I should be doing, but oh my God, that show looks awesome. <laughs> and I think and there's a hundred episodes, yay. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and this is what I want everybody to get. We're all human, and it's okay to be human within limitations. Um, it's okay if we're not Superman or Wonder Woman or, you know, a, a insert favorite Marvel or DC comic character. I mean, it's okay if we're not perfect, but if we understand our distractions and our weaknesses and our little screw-off times, we can find ways to regulate them or bring them under control. If we have an addiction, well, I'd suppose we need, like, um, uh, professional help. But most of us should be able to trim the sails a bit, as they say. Um, my thing with net with uh, House of Cards is, um, well, it, it's done now, so I don't have to worry about it for another year. Yay! <laughs> but it was uh, two episodes a night, maybe once or twice a week. You know, I knew going in, and I cheated. I was like, well, it's not really an hour because there's no commercials, and if I don't watch the beginning, I get down to 56 minutes like 112 minutes and then I'm right back at work but I knew that I was committing to a block of time that I throw myself in and really get the most entertainment value out of that 
so that when I was done, I didn't feel the need for more and I could exercise some discipline and say, oh, look, I'm going to go do something else. Um, the problem is it's kind of like snacking. If we just keep snacking and snacking and snacking, let's see, it's hard to know when to stop snacking. Mm. Um, so intellectually, um, this doesn't sound like, oh, manifestation secrets, but what I want to do is plug the holes in the boat because a lot of manifestation success is not shooting ourselves in the foot or not allowing the boat to sink because of all the holes in our plan while we're bailing out the water. Um, the hardcore direct techniques I have addressed in previous podcasts. I will address this all will be in a huge giant course when you take control of your life. That's down the road. For right now, let's just have some fun making good stuff happen. Uh, in advanced, oh, one second, now we're right there. In advanced tarot secrets, I've added, you know, hardcore techniques. So it's not like it's not available. And I apologize today. It's like so short. We didn't get to a lot. Uh, but yeah, Beth, please. Um, can I ask another question about please. distractions? Um, I mean, is there? I mean, it's a sincere distinction between okay, there's the obvious distractions like, well, you know, watching TV for six hours a day, whatever. <laughs> but um, like some of the things that quote unquote would be distractions. I mean, sometimes I find that that a lot of my most important lessons end up coming from things I ugh, I would consider like, oh, this is distracting for my life, when actually it's like, well, this is really what my life is about. You know, I mean, where do you draw the distinction between, you know, real, true distractions? Because that's where I have a, a bit of can a problem. You, can like, you give me a question? Uh, can you give me a, an example? Um, Say, like, you say you put your kids on the list. And I, to I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You see, when I it comes to things like kids and pets, we have to be really careful. Because um, it, these... Uh, I don't have kids, so I I feel like I'm not allowed to say that kids are a distraction, but I will say this. Well, no, I get what you're saying, but yeah. but Kids are the most cherished, wonderful, special things in God's creation, and they're the most amazing things, and they make our lives wonderful, and the only thing <laughs> yeah, more important than our spouse or our, our children. <laughs> I mean, I get that, all right? That being said, being a parent means part of being a parent means you don't let your kids run the household uh, I mean I mean that may sound obvious but part of being a parent that seems rather sucky is you really can't just be your kids best friend all the time sometimes you got to get in and you got to kind of school them you got to you know prepare them for the for the outside world for the, for the big leagues so along those lines um, Yes, all the love and attention support you can, but when they're doing homework, if it's not homework you need to supervise, or when they're at school, or when it's nap time, or if the, kids represent a specific challenge, um, and I'm not going to dole out parenting advice at all, but uh, yes, you, you have to find what works for you. Um, now, other than children, you know things uh, because I want to that is a loaded question and I want to address that but I don't want to overstep my bounds so moving on to something else out of consideration for you know people whose lives are centered around their children you know, 
their children are in beauty pageants. Their children are going to be a star someday. Well, yay, you know, yay for you. Um, other than that, things that are your life that that can be a distraction. Um, the whole point of manifestation is nothing more than to help you achieve what you want. If you have what you want, you don't need manifestation. Um, if you are having difficulties getting what you want, that's the, uh, you know, Christians have such a great line. It's uh, not all Christians, but it's like pop Christians. And they let go, let God. I'm like, wow, I wish I'd come up with that. I'd be a millionaire. I'd like, trademark this deal. <laughs> I want $5 every time that somebody said that. Um, so uh, that's how I talk when I'm not up to here, by the way. Um, the, the point is that manifestation is about getting nature to help us. Being a nature god, gods, whatever. You know, we've gone over this before. Um, so it's kind of tricky without a specific example other than children. Um, it's hard for me to answer that directly. But it comes down to a balance of so much of this and so much of that. And another option is if you can enlist the people in your life to assist you in achieving your goal, then that seems to be the win-win situation. Seems to be because often it comes back and bites you in the butt because it really has their hand out. But um, teamwork does work and metaphysical teamwork is no different than regular teamwork. It's just that a lot of the things that happen as we've discussed yesterday, you won't see. They will be invisible to you because they're happening on the other side of the of the office building or the other side of the world or the other side of the town. I got to run. Um, I don't think this was uh, A-list material, but I but I thank everybody for listening. Um, there is some really powerful stuff in here. Um, but uh, we will be back later on with one more bonus uh, podcast today. So we will... Uh, We'll do a two. Uh, we'll do a double header today, and um, really make sure that we've covered uh, a lot of manifestation techniques. Thank you for listening to this series. Um, we will resume our normal tarot blah 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 um, in the next couple of days. In the meantime, uh, do try to listen to these three podcasts and take notes because I've done it. Best Hippie has done it. Um, Becky is doing it over and over and over again. Nate's done it, Julie's done it, Deb Altman's done it, Debbie Matt has done it. I'm on and on and on. Uh, any parting thoughts on manifestation, Bequita? Well, just very quickly, listening to what you were saying about the distraction, prime example is there's something pretty big I want to start working on manifesting. <laughs> and I said to myself at the beginning of the week, right, I'm going to get home and I'm going to dedicate my evenings to it. I've been late for work twice this week because I was playing with the cat and didn't want to go. <laughs> and I was into um, a really good novel, which I couldn't put down, and it's part of a series. So this whole week, it's now Saturday. I haven't even started on my manifestation because as soon as I came in, I was like, right, I've got to get back to this book and was devouring it. So at the moment, that would be absolute top of my distraction list because it's completely taken away from my manifestation work because I couldn't put this book down. Um, so I think 
that's what I've taken from this because while you were talking, I was suddenly like, no, you know, I've put myself back a week already because I got distracted by a book that isn't going anywhere. Oh, that's another thing. I'll just bring it up real quick from Aphrodite's book secrets. Um, balance. At some point, we have to uh, balance quality of life now versus overall quality of life or quality of life improvement, overall quality of life later or quality of life improvement. You know, we have to be careful not to starve ourselves so much because we're trying to hit a, a, a specific weight goal that we make ourselves miserable so we can be happy later. Um, but we don't want to like put off the diet, put off the diet, put off the diet. It's the same thing. I'm just using the diet as an analogy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, a little too many cupcakes this month, uh, this week there, Becky. Um, totally. Intellectual cupcakes, and I understand the cat, and I've seen your cat is a beautiful, but cat, I have friendly cat. binged on intellectual cupcakes, which was wonderful at the time. But as always, when you go on a binge like that, you then end up kicking yourself and very frustrated at the time I've wasted shoveling these words into my mouth when I could have been doing something more. So it was keeping me stuck in the now rather than working towards the future. Excellent point. And I'm so glad that we got that down because I know other people will will like identify with it right now and others will say well that's not me and you watch one week later six weeks later six months later blam this same thing of oh crap <laughs> when you know, when big fail small I'm just, that's the basic success of business and that really it, it helps to understand that that is true in manifestation it's okay to fail small and fail early learn your mistakes and go okay you know again we don't have to be perfect every day but if we just kind of keep an eye on ourselves and we have that sense of awareness, going back to the very first thing we talked about today. Um, oh, actually, that part got deleted. Sorry, everybody. Um, Beth, anything you wanted to anything you wanted to add? Um. Well, I don't know. Not really. I think I already said what I want to say, and it got erased. So not really. <laughs> No, it's cool. We had a we had a technical difficulty earlier, um, so this is what we got. Thank you all for being here, and uh, thanks guys for showing up. I know, appreciate you took time out of the day to uh, make this happen. And for everybody else, um, just keep practicing, and you're gonna get there. Write me if you need anything. Thanks guys. Thanks, Dusty. Bye. Thank you.